Hello, 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 and welcome to the lifestyles of the punk and famous. I am your host, and today we are going to take a look into icon Henry Rollins' wonderful, wonderful home. He's invited us in for tea and scrumpets. Ha <laughs> ha! Um, oh boy, uh, this is going to be a a fun, interesting episode. If you could tell, I'm not actually in Henry Rollins' house right now. So don't be angry with me. It, it it's we are going to go to Henry Rollins' house, and we're going to do it from from the comfort of uh, from behind our computer screens. That's what we're going to do. That is what we're going to do. I actually first learned about what we are talking about. Uh, I guess it was November 23rd, because that's when this article was posted. This article or this news went out. I guess this was newsworthy. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I yeah, I guess this was newsworthy. I'm going to show you right now. One second. This is a punk rock icon. Henry Rollins lists L.A. Lair. What a what a what a title, right? What a headline that is. Um, I guess this is where Henry Rollins lives and I guess it's public information. I'm not, it's not like we have some sort of secret inside baseball info here. Uh, the listing price is $3.895 million. So almost $4 million. Uh, the specs, uh, 4,348 square feet. Wow. Uh, three bedrooms, four full and two half bathrooms on 0.43 acres. It was built in 1991, and Henry Rollins is the seller. Uh, let's 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 read in here real quick. What's up, Room Warwick? How you doing? How you doing? Are you coming on on the tour with us into Henry Rollins' abode? Let's see what this says real quick. I, I really do have a surprise. I do have a surprise. It's pretty cool. It's not my surprise, but I thought you know I thought hey let's 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 give this a shot. See what happens. It just makes sense that Henry Rollins, the famously intense and happily solitary former lead singer of the pioneering hardcore punk band Black Flag and later the somewhat less hardcore Rollins band would make his home in a bunker-like lair cleaved to a precipitous slope with no immediate neighbors in LA's quiet and rustic though still quite convenient Nicholas Canyon that whoa what a sentence that was by the way this is written by Mark David and it's from a it's from a place called the dirt okay and, you know, I've listened to a ton of Henry Rollins stand-up. I'm I'm a big Henry Rollins fan. I love Henry Rollins. I've listened to hours of his stand-up. I've seen him live, do a stand-up thing twice now. Uh, I got to meet him one time. Um, I, I love Henry Rollins. What's funny about Henry Rollins, two things I, I find sort of interesting about Henry Rollins. First of all, he is incredibly successful. We've talked about Henry Rollins previously when we did the whole, the feud. We go back to the Black Flag feud episodes that we uh, covered. We did that in two parts. That's five hours about talking about the inner machinations of Black Flag from 1976 all the way up till present day um, through a, a bunch of different uh, viewpoints. And one thing that I, uh, that we took note of in that episode is that Henry Rollins is probably the highest profile punk icon to come out of any kind of punk rock um, subculture, uh, more so than Johnny Rotten, more so than uh, just more so than anybody. He is probably the, at the top of the echelon, right? 
Um, I, I guess maybe you could say like, uh, you know, Blondie or, or Iggy Pop would be up there too. But I feel like Henry Rollins is above and beyond. There are people that don't, maybe they know the name Iggy Pop. They couldn't name a single Iggy Pop song, but they could tell you five movies that Henry Rollins has been in. He, so he is, at my, in my opinion, he's at the, the, the pinnacle, the peak of that and and maybe you know challenge me i'm maybe i'm wrong who who am i forgetting about that would that would equal henry rollins in in that mainstream kind of way yes obviously the ramones and their t-shirts and yada 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 but it's just not it's not the same it's not the same henry rollins because the thing is henry rollins transformed himself he transformed himself beyond being the front man of black flag and yet when you see he does like a gap. He did like a gap photo shoot for like modeling shirts and stuff. And you see him with misfits tattoos on a giant billboard on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. And you just kind of like guffaw and you're like, there's the Crimson Ghost because of the misfits, because of uh, of that. What's going on? Long brain, long brain TV is in the house. Um, Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just very, very interest interesting uh once described in entertainment weekly as the punk rock icon spoken word poet actor author and dj yes he is all those things henry rollins is a renaissance man um and by tv guide as a renaissance man rollins now 60 nowadays hosts a weekly radio show on kcrrw runs a record label and a publishing company is a regular columnist for LA weekly and performs around the world as a spoken word artist along the way. He's had mostly small parts in dozens of films and television programs, including Johnny mnemonic con man, and most recently the animated series of masters of the universe revelation. I mean, he has, he has built the Rollins brand. He had a TV show at one time. My point being is that Henry Rollins is worth millions of dollars. He is a millionaire many times over he has a lot he's 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 done very well for himself as he should and and i'm very happy for him but the funny thing about henry rollins is that he loves he loves to still refer to himself as a man of the people like you know uh and you know he seems like a very personable guy you know solitary guy but like a personable guy and, and whatnot and sort of like still ha- uh encompasses this uh this um this blue collar this blue collared sort of like, you know, um, I don't know, uh, chic, not chic. That's not the right word. I don't know. Point being is that, that he, when he talks about his house, he talks about it being a hovel. He's very, Henry Rollins can be very self-deprecating and anybody who has any amount of humility should be a little self-deprecating. It's what keeps the equilibrium of things. If you don't have any self-deprecation and you're all ego, 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 you you know it does it's not a good look it's not a good look for for you it's not a good look for anybody and so henry rollins is like i feel like henry rollins is like this um i don't know he he, he has this certain level of self-deprecation and you know he does this thing where he still kind of like pretends that he's still like a punk rocker like oh i went to this really really famous uh this really famous uh what's it called uh uh, party and they had all this free food and I was like I don't know when I'm going to eat next I'm like of course you know when you're going to eat next Terry Rollins because you're a millionaire and like stop pretending like you're you're still living in Hermosa Beach in a shack in the back of Greg Ginn's parents house of course you know where your next meal is coming from but he's like talking you know he's like, like oh, I'm so I'm filling my pockets full of food because it's free and blah 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 it just, it just doesn't sound it sounds really foolish to me it sounds foolish uh, yes, I can't wait to see his vinyl collection room 
either because he always talks about that. That that is exciting. No, we're not actually in Henry Rollins' house. We are, uh, but we are going to take a tour of it, uh, and in we're going to take a tour of it in a really interesting way. It's not pictures. It's so much more. We are going to walk through. We are going to digitally walk through Henry Rollins' house. Yes, and it's not a video either. It's not a video either. I promise all of these things and more. Ha ha ha. But he always calls it the hovel. I live in the hovel, the bunker, blah, 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 blah. And I just think that's kind of phony. That's the one phony thing I think about Henry Rollins. It's like, come on, dude. Like, let's not like let's not mince words here. You've done incredibly well for yourself. You are an incredibly talented guy. You are you're you're a role model to me. Like, I look to you as like this like dude who's really done well for himself. And I love all of his lessons and his like motivational lessons and just like you know, his lessons about life and stuff. All that stuff is real, but like don't like don't don't like joke with us that you live in a hovel, bro. We all you live in a good house. Like a- allow yourself to say that. I live in a nice house. And that's what that's why I kind of laugh because now we see that he does have a house and it's up for four million dollars and yada yada yada. Uh the I can't pronounce that word. The multi-hyphenate musician, writer, performer, and businessman landed in Nichols Canyon between Hollywood and the Sunset Strip back in 1999 when he picked up a small bungalow for seven hundred and forty thousand dollars he sold the bungalow a decade later for almost 1.1 million but didn't have far to schlep his books instruments uh ephemera uh ephemera i know that word but ephemera ephemera which by his own account includes dirt on which the head of his best friend joel cole lay after he was uh uh executed shot to death in front of their shared venice home in 1991 that's a really terrible, sad, tragic story. You should all Google it, um, and it will make you grateful to be alive and grateful for what you have. Henry Rollins uh, very nearly, very nearly died. Um, his 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 best friend did die, and Henry Rollins did. Yeah, I had heard this that he had he had taken like a Tupperware uh, because he had to clean the area where his friend was was killed, and he had he put the dirt that contained. Um, his brains essentially his brains are mixed in with the dirt or something like that. Uh, and he, he, he has it, he has it still, um, that he tells the whole story on Howard Stern on the Howard Stern show. You can find that on, on YouTube, I believe. Um, that's because he'd concurrently spent 2.2 million. So he's paid 2.2 million. He did pretty well, you know, 1.8, almost 1.8 in profit, 2.2 million to acquire a new, much more private layer, just a mile up the Canyon, that, that now a dozen years later, he's profitably putting up for sale for almost $3.9 million. Uh, jointly listed with uh, Jane Shore of Coldwell Banker Realty and Victoria Silver of Compass, the 4,348 square foot home is billed as a private gated celebrity compound with three bedrooms and four full and two half baths. So that's the walkway up. Look at this walkway. Uh, imposing iron gates swing open to a narrow bamboo line driveway that ascends to what promo materials aptly describe as a roomy concrete motor court. So even though when Henry Rollins says he lives in like a concrete hovel, he's not saying a concrete hovel. He's talking about this this palace, this paradise that happens to be uh, just erected from concrete. Uh, somewhat dour and, to be honest, not much to look at. The house was built in the early 1990s against a towering poured concrete retaining wall. Okay, there it is. That's what it looks like. That, to me, still looks like a paradise. 
when you have a double garage next to a single garage, I mean, come on, come on. It's still nice. And then this gives us, oh, oh, we're just getting too much of a sneak peek here. Uh, also fabricated of steel, the front door opens to a massive 60 foot long living and dining space that showcases that showcases steel trim, textured concrete walls and exposed steel support beams. Um, let's see what else we have here. Let us see what else we have here. Uh, a wet bar includes a floating concrete bar top and a long bank of glass sliders leading to a slender covered terrace with leafy cross canyon view. Woo! Sounds pretty. Let's not look at the pictures, guys, because we're going to go through it. Uh, the dining area doubles as a library with a floor. Okay, the dining area doubles as a library with a floor to ceil ceiling shelving. Uh, while the kitchen is a sleek and up and up to date with a built-in banquet for informal dining, the nearby powder room is completely and uniquely lined in dark cork. Ooh, dark cork. That really sounds like a utilitarian hovel. The downstairs area includes a family room, also partly sheathed in sound-absorbing cork. So you know this is a Henry Rollins uh, custom job that he had. The cork is probably really good for listening to records and two spacious and sweet guest bedrooms. One with a recording booth fashioned from a spacious walk-in closet. So there's a recording booth in the closet. All the lower level rooms have huge windows with leafy views and polished concrete floors. Ooh. Ah, uh, sounds great. Hold on one second. Hold on. The uppermost floor offers more flexibility in terms of use. Floor plans show it would be a snap to add one or two or possibly even three bedrooms. Though the penthouse-like space is currently configured as a sprawling multi-room master suite with fireplace, two bathrooms, and a fitted walk-in closet plus several more small closets. Blah, 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 blah. Interesting rooms for sure. The penthouse-like main suite also includes a concrete walled gym. And not just one, but two sitting rooms. Several rooms are heavy-duty steel doors that open up to a sunsplash terrace with canyon-framed views, while neatly secret exterior staircase nipped behind the master bedroom climbs to a trellis-covered gravel patio notched in the precipitous slope behind the house. Sounds gorgeous to me. I'm, I, I sound really cynical, but, like, that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad that he was able to afford some of that. That's it. All right, so now we're going to actually go through. We're going to tour. Are you guys ready to take the tour? I'm ready to take the tour. Let's look through. Let us look through. Yeah, he is currently on tour. Hold on. I'm going to go to the comments in one second. Now, this might give us a little bit of problems. We're, we're going to find out. Hopefully, this doesn't sap too much of my CPU. Okay. All right. Let's take a look at some of the comments here. Um. Yeah, I, I I just imagine he is going to have such a sweet stereo room. I I do owe you an email, Long Brain TV, and it's coming. I promise. I am so far behind on my correspondence. I'm currently trying to get uh, the Lee Ving interview put to bed. I interviewed Lee Ving of Fear, and I need to get that out to my Patreons. And I'm I just need a couple more digital assets to make that so. Uh, so I've just been super busy in that while trying to, you know, keep keep the uh, the live stream thing going. Runner Dial Zero says, I feel like he hasn't talked about the hovel in quite a while, though. Not sure. Right. He does refer to it as the hovel. 
Ian McKay still has more money though than old Hank. It doesn't matter. I mean, dude, they're all rich, man. I mean, they're all they they all did really well for themselves, and I'm happy for them. This is not like snarking on him. It's just funny. You know what? There's snark. There is a little bit of snark. The snark comes from Henry Rollins having to be like, like I live in a hovel. It's like, dude, just say you live in you live in a nice house, man. Like, don't be embarrassed of your house. You know? Uh, yes, the black twenty nine. Okay. So the Black 29 video I directed for Steve Zing, that is in the can, that's in the bed. That's uh, They're waiting to, to, to drop that. And you're going to see a bunch of surprise guests on it. And there's going to be a making of behind-the-scenes video for Patreons with some interview stuff and some behind-the-scenes stuff from shooting in Steve's uh, really cool studio. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Haven't haven't put that together yet. That will be for Patreons and YouTube uh, members first and foremost, as will be the leaving the leaving um, uh, interview, which, like I said, coming very shortly. Uh, I, I, I promised someone I would have it this week. Uh, hopefully I'll have it by maybe tomorrow, maybe the day after that. We'll see. OK, let us let's try to do this. Let's hopefully the CPU doesn't get too sapped up here hold on one second i'm gonna try this out okay let's see what happens we're gonna take we're gonna take the tour man hey let's take the tour man but why isn't this uh giving me here let's see if this allows here 3d tour are you ready for this you guys <laughs> this is really cool all right all right whoa that is crazy. All right, here, I'm going to show you how that works. All right, here we go. We're taking the tour. We are invading Henry Rollins' house that he no longer owns. All right. <laughs> hey, hey now. Here, let me make myself really small, non-existent. Okay. Um, one last. Oh, cool. Long Brain TV is getting his Misfits tattoo tomorrow. That's awesome. Let's do a quick sponsor break before we tour the house. Just so you know, uh, this channel is powered by riotstickers.com. Riot Stickers, we are the bomb. And we are we have a very, very, very special look at this. Do you need stickers? You go to riotstickers.com. We're currently running a contest with riotstickers.com. Check out the cool banner that they printed uh, behind me. And um, what we're doing is uh, we we are if if you if you like custom T-shirts, like if you if you have a need to get some custom T-shirts printed up, the prize is 20 custom T-shirts of any design of your choice. It's free to enter. All you go. All you got to do is go to riotstickers.com backslash win W.I.N. to enter. It is free to enter all people that are watching. There's 23 people watching right now. 23 of you need to enter at riotstickers.com backslash win. Enter the contest. Win free t-shirts. It's as simple as that. The promo deal with the promo code from us is still running as well. All the deets are in the description down below. Check it out. Let's do our little video and we will continue on. One micro second. Hi, I'm a guy from riotstickers.com, the merch company known for being the bomb. Do you hate going to work? But like getting paid? Do you hate snow? But want to make sweet, sweet love to a snowman? 
That was unexpected. All right, what about this? Do you hate paying for stuff, but like having custom t-shirts? You are in luck. We can't help with the snowman thing. That's probably going to take a therapist, but RiotStickers.com is giving you a chance to win a free order of custom shirts. And entering is easier than like making sweet, sweet. Get her out of here. <clears throat> All you have to do is simply go to riotstickers.com slash win and enter your name and email address. Riot Stickers will have a random drawing to pick a winner. So head to riotstickers.com slash win for your chance to win free custom shirts. And be sure to check out other custom merch while you're there because it is the bomb. Riotstickers.com, Riot Stickers, we are the bomb. Um, okay, let's launch into it. I just saw uh, John of Doom says that Hank has $200,000 speakers. I believe it. He's all about like balanced weighted speakers. He pro- um, Henry Rollins has probably heard sounds that none of us have ever heard because he has the gear and the technology and the equipment. I mean, that's where the, that tour money, all that money goes to his record collection and stuff. I mean, his digs are not too shabby, as you can see here. Uh, probably could afford something even bigger and lusher and fancier if he wanted, but he is a, a you know he's a single man living on his own in in this in his hovel as he calls it. All right, let's take a look. So three D here's the three D tour. Ready? Check this out. Check this out. Ready? Watch what. Hold on. Let me make myself smaller. This is gonna be cool. Watch what happens. Ready? Boom. Whoa! Three D tour time. Wait, what happened? Where's the 3D tour? Hey, son of a damn. Hold on one second. Let's try that again. All right. I'm clicking on this. And now 3D tour time. Woo. Whoa. 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 What's happening? What's happening? Whoa. Is that cool? Wow. We're there. We're in the house. How cool is that, man? So that's called the dollhouse. Check this out. This is how we can, we, look at this. It spins around and we can see all of Henry Rollins's house. We can tour the entire house that belongs to Henry Rollins. I kind of feel like I'm in a Wes Anderson uh, movie. Okay, check it out. Here's the space. Here's the shelving. So this must be where he keeps the records. Look at this. Ready? Let's go. That's on floor number two. Headed over to floor number two. Zoom. And here we are. Wait a minute. You know what's weird? Why? You would think that this would be... What? This is a dining room? Why would it... That doesn't seem... this. I feel like I've seen pictures of... Dude, this is supposed to be filled with books or records or something. Oh, you know what, you guys? I have a feeling this house has been staged. Do you know what that means? Damn. Okay. So this isn't what Henry Rollins' house is supposed to look like, maybe? This is this is Henry Rollins' house. Look at this. We're walking into his living room. It's I feel like I'm there right now. I really feel like I'm there. You know what they did? They staged this. This isn't Henry Rollins stuff. This is Henry. This is the house for sure. But he moved all his stuff out and then they staged it for selling. They wouldn't. They wouldn't have all his priceless records. Look at that. Look at the exposed steel beams. So this is like, I guess maybe the walls are the same, but this furniture might not be, this isn't his stuff. 
Uh, okay, so maybe it's more hovelish than we would imagine. It's staged. Wow, wow, indeed. Dude, that is such a bummer. I thought we were going to see all his records and stuff. This is BS, man. I'm so bummed. Oh, man. I was like, you know, I saw this. I was like, jackpot. I didn't even think that they wouldn't stage it. Oh, guys, this is such a letdown. <laughs> Angus says, I don't see Henry with, we've been, we've been had. I don't see Henry with a sheepskin rug. Buzz says, I once read that he ordered both the mono and stereo set of the Beatles studio sets. Dude can hear things no one else can. Yeah, well, when you have $200,000 speakers. Oh, so that's probably, so guys, I would imagine that this is where he would listen to records in this room. Or no, 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 no. This isn't balanced for listening to records. This is just the place where he keeps the records. Let's go back to the dollhouse view. Let's see, where would the record room be? Oh, what's up here? Let's go in here for a second. That's a bummer, man. I thought we were going to see this looks like uh, this is his closet. Wow. Look at this space. It even has a sitting seat. Look at this space just for having a bunch of black shirts and slacks. <laughs> yeah, because Henry Rollins would... <laughs> because. Henry Rollins would have this like weird look at his bathtub. Henry Rollins used to bathe there, right? Look at this. This is where Henry Rollins, I think this is where Henry Rollins used to take a dump. Yeah. You have to imagine that Henry Rollins took a dump in this toilet. That's pretty funny. Oh man. Look at this. this is a powder room. Oh, that is funny, man. And now it's like it's even more like bougie. Look at this room. It's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Let's go outside. <clears throat> let's let's uh, see. Ooh, look at that view. That's that's nice. I mean, it's kind of a bummer, but like, it's still cool to see his place, right? Still, um, Angus says the record room would probably not have a lot of windows. Good point. Yeah, yeah. Old Henry doesn't want to want to want uh, any of us to see his his uh, black t shirt collection. Um, Runner suggests we could just find his current house and break in and explore, explain the situation to him. He would understand. He would. He would definitely understand the situation. I you know, guys. I feel really bad. I like said we were gonna like see his records. I, I totally lied. Like I didn't lie. I didn't know. Well, how did I know? You know, I like, listen, when I do these videos, I want to be just as surprised as you. I don't want a fake surprise. I want to go into a situation and be blown away. And look, there's a little egg on my face. I'm not going to lie. It's still fun to be in Henry Rollins's house. Are you not happy to be in this house? And here's the best part. You didn't have to travel to California to do it. We just, this is, whoa, this is so trippy, man. Okay. I think I found the record room. Hey, no, that's just the closet again. All right, let's see where this doorway takes us. Okay, interesting. All right, we're we're turning now. This brings us up some stairs. Is it going to let us go outside? Come on. No, it's not. Okay, so that's like a maybe like an escape room of some kind. I did hear that Henry Rollins recently had a stalker and had to like learn how to deal with his stalker. Okay, here's some stairs. Let's go down the stairs over here. <laughs> Jeez, Jeff. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's cool, man. It's a cool, it's a cool place. Here's a little sitting table. We're back in the main. Let's go to the kitchen. Let's see what's up in the kitchen where Henry Rollins cook. Henry Rollins once said he's like, Yeah, I just like to eat scrambled eggs with rice and soy sauce, and that's my meal. Like that's the type of food where he eats like cans of tuna fish. Look at this. You have a little nook here for sitting. I would live, I would totally live in this house. I feel like any one of us would live in this house, right? You'd have to imagine, boy, who would have thought the guy that sung for Black Flag would end up in a place like this? It is kind of funny. But, you know, to say, oh, my hovel, my hovel. I mean, come on. This is no hovel. This is a beautiful, beautiful house. All right, let's go back to the fishbowl for a minute. Minister of Darkness says, I think I hear Greg Ginn laughing. This guy's name is Master of Boobs. That's awesome. He says, man, I know he's like 78 years old, but this is supposed to be the guy from Black Flag's house. What the F? It, we just figured out it was staged. This house has been staged, which means that it's not it's not exactly Henry Rollins' house. I mean, it is. It's his house, but it doesn't have any of his stuff. So here's the downstairs bedroom. And we are standing in, look, there's the light. Check out the light. Whoa. Didn't want to come out of the way out here. Look at this. Look at these shelves. Clearly had all, all designed for Henry Rollins' books or records or things of some kind. Here's another bathroom that Henry Rollins probably took a dump in. You could imagine his utilitarian shits that he would take in here. I'm in my utilitarian hovel. There's his utilitarian plunger, of course. <laughs> This is so funny. Oh, look, look, look. He left the drum kit. Oh, look, this is his office, man. How cool. Look, all right, so here's the cork, right? Here's the cork board, and you can hang stuff up on here. That is actually pretty cool. He has a really cool house. You have to imagine it was just filled with the coolest stuff before they staged things. But look, you got a drum. We have a drum set here. So utilitarian. My utilitarian drum set. Let's see what's over here. I think this is a staircase. Let's go out the door, shall we? Woo! Oh, wow. This is just, you know who would love, my wife would love this house. She has the same taste as Henry Rollins, I think. Like, it's modern. I mean, the house is like not like super bougie, it's pretty practical, it's like spacious. But it's a practical house. It's I, it does not feel like maybe it it feels like decadent for one person to live here, but it it for the most part it's it is pretty tasteful. You know I I don't know I I would I mean I almost certainly would live here. I said that already. I love the exposed steel girders. I think that's really a really. Oh, I thought those were urinals for a second. Henry Rollins utilitarian urinals. So here we are over by some sort of bar area, and there's like. And you can entertain people. You got some weird, crazy mirrors. And that brings us to this room over here. Right? Nice. Nice. I, I'm liking this. I'm liking this. I think this we can. Oh, we can go outside. Does Henry Rollins have a pool? Does old Henry boy. Okay. So this is the front. Remember where we saw the front? This is where the double garages are. He has a double garage and a single garage. So he has three garages. There's the wall of bamboo. Um, I think we can walk up these stairs. Oh, look. Oh, wow. That's pretty. This is the gravel patio. 
right? And it's got um mm, that's nice. Looks like they took these photos right as the the sun was gonna dip. Let's go back to the dollhouse view for a minute. Where have we not have we kind of been everywhere? I feel like here, let's let's flip it over. We were in that room, we went to that room. I feel like we've explored all the rooms. It was a little bit smaller than I anticipated. Did we go? We is that that's the master bet. Look at this. We can explore everything. I mean, we could see everything. We saw that room, that room, that room. Let's see what's whoo. About to zoom down. I know it's a oh, there's a steam room. All right, we are now in Henry Rollins's steam room. This is where Henry Rollins likes to take steam showers. As you can see, it's very utilitarian. There's a drain for urine if you don't feel like uh, leaving. <laughs> no, Dagger, you're not being frummist. It's nice to see you, Dagger. We we haven't seen you in a while. Hope you're well. Um, Master Raboob says, I once saw Jim Morris's uh, crapper on eBay for 10K. If I had the cash to bum, I definitely would have gone for it, to be honest. Interesting. I think we would all live here, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, right? A urinal in the living room. Right, of course. He showers with Glenn, obviously. Obviously, if you've read the comics, everybody, we've all read the comics, right? Um, So here's the steam room. It's very nice. Very, very nice. Big fan of the steam room. Let's go into this bedroom. I don't think we went into this room yet. We've pretty much toured the house, you guys. It's really not that big. It's 4,000 square feet, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> besides crashing the economy, Dagger is doing great. I'm glad to hear that, Dagger. Truly, I'm glad. Tip tip of the hat to you for crashing. Uh, but for not... Oh, so, oh, I see what you're saying. Besides the crashing economy, I am doing great. I see. I see. I thought you were saying that you were crashing the economy, and I was thinking, what? What could Dagger be doing to crash the economy, my lord? Okay, so here we go. Uh, some fuzzy pillows, leopard, because Henry Rollins is a street-walking cheetah with a heart full of napalm. Here we are. I think we didn't see this room yet. Lovely. Okay, and then we have like a, oh, look at this bathroom. Let's go in here for a minute. I told you we were going to tour his house. I didn't say it was going to be, you know, I thought it was going to have his stuff in it. Oh, yes. This is definitely a room that Henry, look at this. This is another Henry Rollins toilet where he probably took a dump at one time. Just imagine Henry Rollins grunting violently as he releases his bowels here. Um, here's Henry's um, very, this is his punk rock bathtub with the punk rock feet on the bathtub. Can we open this door? No, it's not going to let us. This is still, this is pretty neat, you guys. Come on. By the way, this is being done through Zillow. Uh, we are on Zillow right now. We are Zillowing through the house. Um, It's a shame that Henry Rollins' stuff is not in it. That would have been the, all. here's the exercise room that they were talking about. Of course, you think Henry Rollins left his exercise equipment or you think this was staged? I think that's a Peloton or something. Of course, Henry Rollins would have a Peloton. And here's another deck of some kind. Very pretty. Look at that. Beautiful. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Some yoga mats for Henry Rollins. You know, 
because when he's not grunting on the toilet, he's grunting while he's doing some uh, uh, chaturanga, right? <laughs> this is a very pretty room. Big fan of this room. Look at this. Look at this. All right. Let's go out onto the, the, the patio again. The balcone. Oh, it's not going to let you. Okay, that's fine. I think we've seen every room, you guys. I think we've seen it all. Lots of bathrooms in this place. Henry Rollins, one man. Talk about luxury. You can you can pretty much crap wherever you want. Um, that I think that pretty much concludes Henry Rollins' house. Um, <laughs> Runner dial zero says, "Jesus Christ, Jeff, where it dagger? Good questions." Good questions. Where are Henry's Misfits posters? We've decided that that Henry actually moved all his stuff out already, and that this is this has been staged for sell for the selling of the house, which is un rather unfortunate. Um, John, I dude, I totally agree with you. I can't imagine. John says, "Can you imagine what a job it was to pack and move his vinyl collection? It, insane, insane. We, we would all just be drooling, drooling." Um, Alex, the house actually, the house about doubled in value. He bought it for, I think he said, I think it's, I think the article said he bought it for 1.1 and he's selling it for four. Okay. So maybe like, I don't know. I, I could have sworn it was something like doubled. Maybe he bought it for two or something. Yes. Uh, TJ says he told a great story about a stalker breaking into his place. That's on YouTube. I have not watched that video yet, but I did hear about that. So that that's pretty, that's pretty interesting. Um, Angus, I have no idea where Henry is moving to, um, but I hope we can take that a tour of that house uh, at some point. I think the bottom line of this video, I'm just as disappointed as all of, as all of you. Uh, in let's let's see real quick. Let's see if we can find Henry Rollins's um, uh, record collection. Henry, I feel like we were we were uh, cheated here. Henry Rollins record collection. That's what we were hoping to see. All the all the goodies. <gasps> oh my God, you guys! All right, one more thing to show you before we conclude here, because how about that? Getting out under an hour, hopefully. Look at this. Here are here is some of Henry Rollins's record collection, and you know what's interesting? That doesn't look like any of the. Oh yeah, actually, kind of does. Maybe. Here we go. Hold on. <laughs> Master of Boobs says Google Boobs next. That is really funny. Um, Alex says probably somewhere cheap cost of living like the upper Midwest. Maybe he moved to Austin, Texas. That's where everybody seems to be moving these days. Um, Runner says it'd be funny if this actually if it's if this is actually all of Henry's stuff and he's been lying this whole time. No vinyl collection, no 2K speakers, 200K speakers, no Misfits posters. He's just a total fraud. Um, that that would definitely be a long con. Look at this. All right, we well, can't. Ah, it's, these are not big pictures. Look at this. So here is Henry with records. Although who knows when these photos are taken particularly that's henry with his books okay look at the shelving so this was definitely in that house that's what it used to look like it had he had the these these crazy amount of books what's up c uh cwb is in the house crazy white boy haven't seen you in a while crazy i hope you're well 
Here we go. Um, here's Henry Rollins with a bunch of records. Look at that. That there's that Beatles uh, mono box set or or stereo box set that uh, I think Buzz or somebody else mentioned. You know what? This looks like it was the old shelving in the house, and then he modernized it. I bet you that's the same house, and he just he he updated the shelves to look like that. Look at that. Look at all the records he had. Oh, that's that's somebody else. Um, there's Henry Rollins in a book. Uh, here's Henry Rollins with uh, a bunch of tapes, right? Just the same black shirt over and over again. Listen, there's something smart to just wearing a black shirt. You know, it's, it, it's utilitarian, but it's also fashionable. It never goes out of fashion. You don't have to think about what you're wearing. You just put on another black shirt. I'm not opposed to that. Um, here's Steven blush. Okay. So I've been to this room. See this room right here. I've actually been to this room. Cause I've been to Steven's house where I interviewed him for the misfits documentary. And he has all these records. And I did his interview with all these records behind it. Pretty cool. Pretty freaking cool. Look at him. He's got a loose nut record right in his lap right there. Uh, here's another photo of Henry with his collection. Do, do we feel a little bit better that we got to see some of the collection just by uh, looking at these photos? We can we can juxtapose the images. Here you go. Here are those same shelves, but with, with records. Wow. That dude has a lot of records. Probably got to be in the thousands, right? Got to be in the thousands. Look at that. Look at all the records. What is going to happen to all of those records someday? It's insane. Look, here's Steve Blush with his Black Flag records. That's Steve Blush's shelving. Same exact situation. Um, Can't wait to review that interview. It's been a while. And then here he is with the tapes. I know that Henry, in his tape collection, he was good friends with Linda. He was good friends with uh, Linda Ramone. And she gave him, when he was, he edited uh, Johnny Ramone's uh, autobiography commando and he did the editing on it and she gave him all sorts of very rare demo tapes that joey ramone would make for johnny ramone to learn ramone songs but that's all that stuff is in henry rollins collection as well i mean the dude has a big big old collection of stuff let's go to large photos because this is getting annoying to look at these little tiny photos here i'm going to large real quick there you go. There's some better views of his jazz. Look at that. Look at those books. So, all right. So as you can see, the fancy, it looks like some of the fancy stuff is not in there. It was definitely staged for the selling of the house. And that this very, do, this does look, it's, it's modern and uh, subdued and more, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Utilitarian, <laughs> utilitarian hovel indeed. Utilitarian hovel indeed. Look, that's what I stole. I stole this. That's with all the books. I use that for the thumbnail to to have you guys um come to the video. Chris says, wasn't Roland's best friend shot in front of him when he lived in? Uh, it wasn't Trenton. He lived out in L.A. Yes, Joe Cole. We were talking about that earlier. Very very sad story. He tells the whole story, by the way. Uh, you could find it on YouTube. He talks about our Howard Stern and stuff. Um, it's sad. It's really, really sad. And he does keep like a, 
he keeps like the blood soaked dirt that has like brain pieces and brain matter uh, in a Tupperware um, uh, that belonged to his friend as well. Um, which again, if you go through something traumatizing like that, I can't, I can't blame Henry. I don't think of it as a macabre thing. It's, it's how he stays connected to his friend. Maybe. I don't know. Um, oh, look at this photo real quick. Is this big? Look, look at all the stuff behind them. He's like the mega collector, dude. Master of boob says, I don't know, man. These rooms look way bigger than any of the rooms that house to me. No, this is definitely. Yeah. Angus has it right. He had to install heavier shelves as record collection grew. And that's why we see those big, thick shelves. Like in, in this photo right here, you can see how thick the shelving is here. Definitely utilitarian. Um, yeah, I think that's ridiculous. I heard about that. Joe Cole's dad thinks that uh, uh, that Henry set up Joel, which is absolutely ridiculous. I probably the the byproduct of of a grieving father trying to make sense of a senseless death of their son. I I, I feel very bad for the Cole family. I I, I can't I can't even imagine. Uh, yeah, the the murder was never solved. It wasn't. I don't think it was. It was nothing more. That was a hijacking, man. It was a hijacking. Um, and you know, I mean, Henry, talk about near. You know, I just talked about having a near death experience. That is what you call a near death experience. Look, once again, same shelving or similar shelving uh, to support the strength of. I mean, it's not even a. It's an archive. It's a library. It's a collection. It's all these things and more. Um, it's a desperate cope. Uh, are you talking about the Tupperware? Really? Rick Rubin is to blame for that. Is to blame for what? I'm not sure what you mean. Master, master of boobs. <laughs> Try saying that with a serious face. Um, I think that's about it, guys. You got any questions, comments, concerns? Oh, the, the, the murder is what you're referring to. Alex is referring to the murder when he's saying it's a desperate cope. <sighs> Crazy stuff happens. Crazy stuff happens. Listen, uh, once again, uh, tune in. Make sure you're, if, if like I said, if you are, uh, oh, oh, Dagger brings up a good point. When is the Devil Lock contest? I want Dagger to be one of the pageant judges. The, the devil lock contest is going to happen when I get more submissions right now. I have a bunch of submissions. I don't have enough. I need more guys. Uh, go check out the contest rules, go to devil devil lock. It's called Pagenta fuge. And, um, you, you check out the rules that's on that. It's that, that video is on this channel. Go check it out and, uh, shoot me an email at video at gmail.com with your entry and make sure you follow the rules. Okay. Um, make sure you follow the rules. I'm not gonna dive into the murder. Maybe we will someday. It's just sad, man. I like there's nothing to talk about, really. It's just it's just a sad situation, man. Really, really sad sort of thing. Um, so look, the fear interview is coming for you, Patreons and you YouTube members. Hang tight. Like I said, it's ready to export. I just have to throw a couple of things on top and it'll be ready to export. Um black 29 coming behind the scenes eventually that will be coming more is always coming more videos more everything make sure you are a patreon or youtube member and sign up today in the meantime i'm going to tell you 
peace and hair grease and a little bit more about the patreon peace hair grease hey guys what's going on it's jeff so i've decided to make a patreon what is patreon i don't know how to define a patreon let me look it up patreon is a membership platform that makes it very easy for creators to get paid for the things that they're already creating i want to do it full-time i want this to be my full-time job in my efforts to make that happen, I've set up this platform. Is it going to work? Is it going to be successful? I don't know, but I would rather try and crash and burn than not try at all. The goal is to create enough passive revenue so that I can continue to do this full-time, uninterrupted. Why? Because I love to do this. I love creating content. I love making videos. I love shooting films. I love doing podcasts. In case you couldn't tell, I love to talk and I never shut the fuck up. <laughs> so right now I've kept the Patreon incredibly simple. There's two tiers and that may change in the future. The Murdergram is a simple way to extend support for all of the hours and hours of free content on the channel for nothing more than a dollar. 38 cents goes to Patreon. What's a buck 38, eh? It's less than a cup of coffee. But it's a great way that you can show support for very little effort. When you divide that dollar 38 by the hours and hours and hours of time spent listening to this endless drivel of content, the dollar cost average works out. Next up is the YouTube casualty for $6.66. The YouTube casualty is loaded to the gills. Enjoy the archive ad-free as well as ad-free early access to special docu-style podcast videos, music reaction commentaries, and the like a month before they drop on YouTube, loaded with ads, I might add. You're also going to get exclusive content and behind-the-scenes content that is not available on YouTube or anywhere else. So you get to peek behind the veil. And believe me, there's a couple of choice pieces. Most of all, more than anything, whether you join the Patreon or not, I just want to thank each and every one of you that comes to the channel, that watches all the shows, that leaves comments, that participates that subscribes, that's really the most important thing. This is just trying to find a way to earn a living as an artist. And with that, thank you for my TED Talk. Join the Patreon, because we need you! 66 cents.